a very good day to you. My name is Apostle Timmy Evans, the Senior Pastor of Grace Grand Christian Center, Accra, Ghana. You have come to the hub of spiritual upliftment, where your spirit and your soul will be lifted with undiluted word of God and spirit-filled worship. Continue to listen to enjoy today's episode. Praise the Lord. We bless you, ancient of days, for yet another new day you have given unto us. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your favor. We give you all the glory. Dear Lord, I ask you to pour out your grace, to pour out your blessing upon us today, even as we walk through this day. That, O Lord, you will arise and frustrate every works of darkness. And Lord, you will shine your light into every darkness in our life. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit of God, I welcome you into today's devotion. I pray that you will release your presence, you will release your power. That even as we go through your word, your spirit will refine us, your spirit will revive us. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name, we have prayed. Lift up your voice and make this declaration with me this morning. Say, I refuse to do profitless work today. I refuse to do profitless work. Every evil force against my handwork shall be arrested shall be frustrated in the mighty name of Jesus. Evil gathering against my handwork, evil gathering against everything that pertains to my, me today, I command them to be frustrated in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Lord will put to shame every evil force that is against my home, that is against my life, that is against my children in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, I declare that every monetary spirit that is monitoring my affairs, monitoring my life, shall receive blindness in the name of Jesus Christ. Devourers of my handwork shall be devoured by the fire of God. Devourers of my handwork shall be devoured by the fire of God. In the precious name of Jesus. Strongholds of loss and hardship operating in my life, I pull you down in the name of Jesus. Put them down, put them down. In Jesus' precious name, we are prayed. Yesterday, I started talking about change begins with you. This week, we have been talking about the subject of change being the phone call from God. Phone call in the sense that Whenever we pray for something and God is about to answer, change is usually the first response indicating that our prayer is about to to be answered. It could be change in atmosphere, it could be change among our friends, 
could be changed at our place of work. Sometimes more opposition may rise against us. Sometimes we begin to witness sudden favors. Sometimes we begin to witness sudden hatred from places we are expecting love from. Sometimes our pastor may begin to antagonize us. Sometimes our pastor will begin to show us more attention. So anytime God is about to answer your prayers, there is always something that will change around you. You see that family become more considerate. Uncles abroad become more concerned. Friends become more concerned. And then all we start seeing the true nature of our friends. This change is usually very essential in the release and in the manifestation of the blessing of God in our life. If there are no changes, we will never be able to witness the answer that we are seeking for from the presence of the Lord. Before Christ was crucified, there needed to be a change. Change is a sign from God that your life is about to be changed. Your friends may change against you. They may change in your favor. Your trusted associates may begin to antagonize you or they may begin to support you. You will definitely notice some change in your life. So whatever it is that we are looking for from God, I pray today I'm able to cover some of the insight that I wanted to share yesterday that I wasn't able to share. I do hope to be able to share it today. Yesterday I spoke about some of the changes we need to make for ourselves by ourselves in readiness for the answers that we seek from God. For example, you are trusting God for a more robust financial life. You want God to change your financial situation. There are things that we need to change in our life in preparation for those financial breakthroughs that we are trusting God for. You are trusting God for marriage. There are things we may need to change in preparations for that marriage we are praying for. You are praying for promotion in your place of work. There are things that it is required of us to change in order for us to be able to receive what we desire from God. As Christians, we believe that every good thing comes from the Lord. We believe that our steps are ordered by God. We believe that every promotion we receive, every breakthrough we receive, every help we receive is from the Lord. So in order for us to receive what, whatever it is that we desire from Him, there is need for us to prepare ourselves by changing certain things in us. One of those things we need to change 
is our perspective to life which i shared yesterday the reason why you need to change your perspective i have had few experiences from some of our uh, friends from some of our church members we are praying for breakthrough in the church and suddenly someone shows up in their life not limited to our church members alone i had few friends who were ladies and they sought my advice someone suddenly showed up in their life as they were they found themselves in some serious problem and they prayed and after the prayer suddenly someone showed up a man a man just showed up and is giving them attention at their place of work not like the man is just is a stranger you just notice that a single mom that she's suffering she's keeping up with work she's just there doing things on her own fighting a battle on her own then suddenly one of the male colleagues in the office noticed a stress and these male colleagues in the office started showing her concern started buying food stuff for her kids started coming to the house to take her kids out in order to sort of relieve the stress that her colleagues is going through the young man was being led by the spirit of god due to the prayers that the young lady prayed god send me a helper not send me a helper so as a young man began to develop that compassion the young man does not have any ulterior motive he doesn't have any feeling though he is single but he does not have any emotional attachment like he wants something from the lady or anything he's just like he's helping a colleague and he's passionate about it because god laid that in his heart to do for a colleagues he was doing that i think for about 3 months Anytime the lady comes to work, she's down, he's there to encourage her emotionally. And over the period of three months, the young lady began to develop feelings. She began to develop feelings. Sort of, you see, love is not feeling. Many people confuse love to be feelings. Many women confuse love. They confuse attention to be love. They confuse feelings to be love. They confuse concern to be love. They confuse being there for someone to be love. There is nothing wrong for a man to show concern to a woman that is truly in need of help. There's nothing wrong with that. 
it is because most times our perspectives are, are always very wrong of the opposite sex that anytime the opposite sex is showing you attention is helping you out with your kids is uh, giving you money is supporting you maybe it's a brother in the church who is just showing you concern because the lord has led him to do that he's not interested there are people who we I, 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 I will not dispute the fact that there are people who will do that for you because they have interest in you but one thing you have to understand is the bible says that love thy neighbor as thyself please let's open the bible and let me let me explain to you what the what it means to actually love thy neighbor as thyself now let's go to the book of matthew chapter 22 matthew chapter 22 we are reading verse 39 let's read it from above a little bit scroll up or open up a little bit let's go to verse 35 no let's go to verse 34 but when the pharisees had heard that he had put the sadducees to silence they were gathered together please pay attention to today's teaching it is going to help you a lot it's going to prepare your mind prepare your soul to receive the miracle you have been praying for all this while that is what this series is meant for to open your eyes and to give you deep insight into the workings of god when it comes to changing a man or a woman's life then one of them which was a lawyer asked him a question verse 35 tempting him saying master which is the great commandment in the law jesus said unto him thou shalt love the lord thy god with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind this is first and great commandment the second is like unto it thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself on these two commandments hang the law and the prophets god wants us to know that we need to love our neighbor there are only two laws that govern govern relationship with god the law of moses has been suppressed into two over 300 plus laws that moses gave has been suppressed into two one love your god with all your heart and then love thy neighbor as thyself so if as a man i see a colleague who is a female colleague in trouble dealing with life issues alone abandoned by her husband with three or four kids and i am a man i am a christian and the holy spirit lays in my heart that i should be of help to that person and you a woman you got carried away and I, I never gave you any reason to believe that i'm interested in you i just showed up i show up for you anytime you call me 
I show up for you anytime you need my help. Take care of your kids when you need me to. Just as a colleague, just as a friend, just as a, a church, a, a co-church member. And you have gone ahead to fall in your head. You so much. That is why in most of my teachings, I always tell young people, there is nothing like falling in love. When you fall in love, you will die. You have to stand in love. Falling in love means that you, 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 you suspend your reasoning. Forgive me for using this word, but I have to be blunt. You suspend your reasoning. You suspend logic. You believe what you want to believe. You don't believe what the other person is saying. You are not listening to the message that the other person is passing across to you. You are not believing what the person is telling you. You believe what you want to believe. That is falling in love. That is where many people ended up getting their heart broken. You got to stand in love. You stand. Standing in love means that you are realistic about everything you do. So it means you are realistic in everything that you do. You don't allow yourself to be carried away by your feelings. So the young man continued to show up for the lady without giving any ulterior signal that is interested in her. He was just doing things based on how he was led. Then I think about three months, the woman assumed that they were in a relationship. So when a female friend, another female friend, came to the bank, because they were working in the bank, came to the bank to look for the brother. The young woman became very angry. She became very violent and she insulted the lady and that resulted into some altercation between the two ladies at the premises of the bank. So after the work hour, the man asked her, why did she do that? He said, oh, you've been there for me, you are showing me love, you are taking care of my children. When I'm tired at the office, you come and take my fire and work on my, my job for me. Eh? It is only a man that is in love with a woman that can do that for a woman. You got it wrong. And the man told her, I saw how you were struggling. I saw how you were dealing with life. And the Lord laid it in my mind to help you out. You prayed for a helper. Every time you are in the office, you are always telling people you need a help. You need a help. You pray for a helper and God answer your prayer. But you use your feeling to mess the whole thing up. And that was how the young man cut himself off from her. 
How many of us have used our feeling to abort the change that God is about to effect in our life due to lack of having the right perspective? It is impossible for you to experience God when you always put your feelings forward. It's, only, it's not limited to women. There are men who also assume who also assume because a woman is showing concern to them, they think that the woman is in love with them and then they mess up the whole thing. There is need for a change of perspective. So I'm going to add more thing today quickly what you need to do to prepare for the change that you desire from God. Number one, change your perspective. Number two, there is need for us to have the attitude of faith. The first one is the attitude of love. The attitude of love. What is the attitude of love? The attitude of love is the passage which I've just read. You need to love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as thyself. Loving thy neighbor as thyself means you are casting away all your self-interest and you are allowing yourself to be led by the love of Christ to show up for people. And also you are allowing that love to lead you, the love of Christ to lead you so that when somebody shows up for you, you don't misinterpret they are showing up for you. Personally, I've had some experience myself that has taught me a lot of lessons. Before, when I was still single, I made myself available for a lot of people because by then I was still in school studying counseling. So I made myself available for a lot of people to come and talk to me about the problem. You know, when you are, when you are going to school and you are acquiring new knowledge, there is this zeal that come to you and you don't think right. You just want to help everybody. So I made myself available for a lot of people and it turns out that a lot of women are coming to talk to me more. So every time in church, you see a lot of ladies around me. We sit down at the back of the church. We are talking like one, two, three, four, five ladies. We are talking. And a lot of people begin to assume because they always see me talking to the ladies, a lot of people begin to assume that, oh, I am interested, I'm actually dating all the women. Somebody even accused me of dating all the women. So they find it difficult to actually come to me and find out what we're discussing, but they assume that that is what I was doing because people tend to interpret you from their state of mind. In order to enjoy the change that you desire from God, learn to interpret everything around you from the realm of the love of Christ. So if a brother shows you love in church, supporting you, showing up for you, like offering to be your prayer partner, you understand that the person does not have any ulterior motive in their mind against you even if they have that ulterior motive you have put yourself in that condition where all you see from them is the love of christ 
you don't assume anything. Thereby, you protect your heart. You protect your soul from getting hurt. A lot of women get hurt because they assume that this person that is showing up for them wants something else from them. Always operate from the realm of the attitude of love. The love of Christ. I'm not talking about Eros. I'm not talking about Philio. I'm talking about from the realm of agape love. A love that does not expect anything back. The same thing applies to men. So because you paid a school fees through school, doesn't mean she must marry you. You were there to help. God positioned you so that you can be of help to her. You were a helper at that time. Doesn't mean she needs to compensate you with marriage. Many of those marriages, they don't last. Because you feel obligated to marry the person. You, as if you owe the person for everything they've done for you. No. Helping people is not like that. Your reward comes from God. So if we are praying for change, every wrong attitude we already possess, we must let it go. You must come to that neutral ground of love. The love of Christ. The same love that, God sh- that Jesus showed us. Imagine Jesus showing up for the woman who was found to be stoned for adultery and then after a woman saved her the woman now comes back to Christ and begins to tell Christ that oh thank you for showing me love thank you for so are you going to marry me now no there is a, a different love for marriage when a man wants to marry you they will tell you they will show you they have some a man have a way of showing you that they are interested in you a woman has a way of showing you that they are interested in you but you must be at your own. Don't allow your friend to choose you. Be the one to choose your friend. Don't allow the happening around you to choose you. Allow yourself to choose yourself. Choose what you want for yourself. Be at that foundation where you are rooted in the love of Christ. And when you are rooted in the love of Christ, whatever anybody does for you, you interpret it as coming from the realm of Christ's love until they speak otherwise until they express themselves otherwise so that you can protect your soul you don't get hurt you need to listen to this message with complete attention in order for you to prepare yourself for the change that you desire there is also need for us to exhibit the attitude of faith the attitude of faith believe that God is able to do what he promised to do for you if you prayed for helper believe that God is able to send you helpers believe that God is able to make way for you have faith in God it is impossible to please God without faith whatever change you desire the foundation for receiving that change is faith and love allow you to prepare yourself for the change you prayed for then the attitude of self-discipline the attitude of self-discipline you need to discipline yourself self-discipline comes in a in in when you you know what to do at the right time and you have conditioned your mind to always do the right thing 
even when your flesh says otherwise even when your mind says otherwise you condition your mind you condition your soul you condition yourself to do the right thing maturity simply means the act of well-reasoned behavior well-reasoned behavior before you do anything you reason very well before you say anything you reason very well before you utter any word to anybody before you make promises to people you think very very well you think of the consequence of the promise you are making you think of the the consequence of the words you are speaking to people that is self discipline when a woman comes to seduce you and you are a married man and a woman comes to seduce you self discipline maturity makes you understand that if i do this i am not just hurting myself i am hurting the other side of myself and the other side of myself is also part of me i am breaking the covenant of god and i am open door for the devil to oppress me reasoning in a in a well in a well reasoned manner maturity so you not go out there and begin to hurt the soul of your wife you not go out there and begin to hurt your husband you not go out there and begin to maltreat people because you are in position of power you begin to maltreat people there are a lot of majority of our politicians today who claim they were christian they're not even christian at all because being a true christian means that you are you have disciplined yourself in the things of god the change we seek from the lord cannot come to us until we have disciplined ourselves in the things of god that is why most time god takes us through a lot of tests the israelites were undisciplined they were used to getting fed from the table of pharaoh they were used to being spoon fed being bottle fed they were used to being given junk food and it affected them on their way to the promised land they thought that as they are going to promised land they will still be getting what they were getting in egypt and because of that many of them died god has to remove many of them because they had conditioned their mind not to change their attitude there are attitudes we need to change if you truly want to experience that change you want your marriage to work you know attitudes that you you need to change you know the things that your husband has been complaining about you know the reason why they are doing what they are doing to you but most time because we are also we are stubborn we also have our own mind and you want the marriage to work but what the man is complaining about you are not paying attention to the, the the complaints you want your wife to respect you you what your wife is complaining about you are not paying attention to it you want your children to honor you what your children are complaining about you are not paying genuine attention to it every time somebody try to correct you you think that they are castigating you and that has cut you, that will automatically cut you off from paying attention to whatever they are going to say even if they want to criticize you there is nothing wrong with criticism because criticism is is part of the things that god use 
to shape us if we receive criticism with the right perspective. People don't criticize if they don't see something. Though I agree with you, people may go overboard with their criticism. Some people may criticize us because they don't like us. But there's always a message inside criticism. Self-discipline means that you are matured enough to pay attention to what people are complaining about. You are matured enough to correct, to change, to repent from some of the things you are doing wrong. To give room for peace in your home. To give room for peace in your place of work. You are a Christian. Why should you be the controversial one who is always causing problems at work? Why shouldn't you be the one who brings peace? There are many of us today who have chased our miracle away as a result of some wrong attitude that we have. We are praying for change. We are praying for change. We want financial change. We want, we want God to bring people into our life. You, the nature of miracles you are praying for requires that people come into your life. But you are the type of person who don't accommodate people. People coming into your life, they put you off and you give them some attitude that chases them away. And that is where your miracle is supposed to come from. We lose the miracles and then we go back to God. Go and pray again. Father, I need change. Father, I need change. God will send people into your life. You use your attitude to chase them away. I know I may sound a little bit judgmental today, but if I don't talk about this, my series on change is not complete. We need to understand that change begins with us. Every change, everything that we are praying for, it begins with us. If you don't change your attitude, you cannot receive whatever it is that God wants to bring into your life. Don't forget that God will not come down from heaven. God will use people. People have their preferences. People have their expectations. People will have their requirements. People have things that they are also looking out for in the people that they are relating with. You are praying for financial breakthrough. You are a bricklayer. You are an artisan. They give you a job. You do it shabbily. You do the job shabbily. You don't understand that people survive on recommendations. People break through because of recommendations. God is not going to come down from heaven and give you contract. God will minister to one person. And God will make that one person a channel of your blessing. If the work you do for them, you do it with the right attitude. You do it with faithfulness. You don't tell them you need seven bags of cement where you only need two bags of cement. Because you assume they are so smart, they will not find out. I've seen a lot of bricklayers around my house where somebody give them the owner of the house. is not even in the country. It's abroad. So they, they trusted them enough to give them money to buy materials. And they buy materials. The leftover of the materials, they carry it to go and do something and, or they sell it. Eventually, the person will find that because people are smart. They have spies. They have people that is watching over their stuff. They just give you what they gave you to test you. And many people, including Christians, fails this test. Self-discipline helps us 
to mind our business. You don't go and put your mouth in people's matter. You don't carry somebody's secret and go and begin to spread it as if they share their secret with you so that you can spread it for them. If they needed their secret to be spread, they will spread it on their own. They confided in you and you spread their secret. A helper might be there one day that God is going to make the person to come and tell you their secret and they will be fascinated by the way you kept their secret and your life will change because of that. Over the years, over generations, God has been using people to change the lives of people. May God help us to eliminate and excommunicate every attitude of indiscipline that has closed door against us. I know many people will be offended as, at what I'm saying today, but it is the truth of the word of God. The fact that I'm, I'm saying it doesn't means doesn't also mean that I am perfect. Doesn't mean that I'm also I don't I also don't have areas of indiscipline. When the word of God comes out, it's a two-edged sword. As the word is coming, it's going straight to the listener, and the other side is going to the the speaker. As the word is coming out, it is also meant for me to also listen. Most time after the devotion, I listen to the devotion more than four times to pick the message for myself too. To also improve for myself too. To also examine what I said right and what I said wrong. And also capture the message that the Holy Spirit is trying to push out. Because most time I had to pray, God, what do you want me to speak about this week? And the Lord would drop it in my spirit, talk about change. And as I'm speaking, the word is coming. Most time I don't write anything down. I don't have a note. Maybe sometimes if I have a long series, I may write down the topic of the series and the morning I wake up, I pray the Holy Spirit tells me what I'm going to speak. I don't have a note that I'm writing down. I speak as the word comes from the mouth of God. So I also listen to it so that I can now take note of some of the things that the Lord is saying through me and change things that are needed to change in my own life too. Lack of discipline has closed door against many of us. Lack of being grateful to people. People showed up for you. You are not grateful to them. They closed their channel and you are left there with nothing. Pride. Arrogance. Insubordination. Lack of submission. Has closed door against so many people. Lack of humility has closed door against so many people. The change we seek requires self-discipline. We need to grow. There is need for us to demonstrate the attitude of growth. Show that you have matured as a Christian. Then people can trust you. Many Christians today cannot be trusted. Many Christians today cannot be trusted. You want to test if a brother is truly a Christian. Put them in charge of your business and watch them for like three months. See if they will not steal some of your, your money or steal some of your material. I've, I've spoken to people that they appointed a Christian brother 
over their business, managing a full stuff business, and the brother begin to steal the full stuff to go and give his girlfriend, a Christian brother. Many Christians lack the attitude of honesty. We take advantage of every opportunity we have. One thing that Christians also do that majority of helpers don't like, let me tell you today. Majority of helpers do not like you to confront them with your needs. They do not like you to confront them with your needs. When you confront anyone who is helping you with your needs, you put them off. You put them off. There are people who just want to be led. The first time they helped you, they were led by the Spirit of God. And they sent you that huge money. They paid your rent. They did things for you. Many Christians now see that as an opportunity. Every time your Maggie finish, you will call them, Bro, my Maggie has finished. The sort in your house finished. Bro, my sort has finished. Oh, you are my helper. God sent you to my life. At the end of the day, they will get tired. They will block you. I'm, I'm stating the fact. Self-control is required. There is need for us to grow. The fact that somebody is helping you doesn't mean you should also cast your burden on them. Cast your burden on the Lord. Then the Lord will raise many helpers for you. Many of us make these mistakes. The change we seek cannot come until all these attitudes are changed. May God help us in the name of Jesus. Somebody you did not work for. You didn't work for them. You didn't, they have no obligation to take care of you. And the person was led by God to buy you full stuff. And then the person came with the full stuff to your house you are checking the food stuff you are frowning your face and you even had the audacity to tell the person you should have given me the money why did you buy the food stuff without telling me you should have given me the money did you work for the person God led the person to buy you food stuff the person didn't know you need the money instead maturity means you have to appreciate what the person the gesture what the person has done for you you appreciate they are not ob- they are not obligated to do anything for you there is nobody in this world that is obligated to do anything for you even today now parents don't even do anything for their children again once you hit the age of adulthood nobody is obligated to do anything for you so the fact that you see somebody helping you out being there for you praying for you calling on you to check on you doesn't mean they want anything from you. You have to put yourself on that neutral ground so that you'll be able to attract the helpers that you are praying for. God changes people's life with helpers. The change you seek cannot come without people. So you've got to learn the right attitude to relate with people so that you can witness the change that you desire. And lastly, there is need for us the attitude of obedience to God. In any situation, 
in any condition, our obedience to God must not be tampered with. Forgive me if I sound a little bit harsh, but the truth is always very harsh because it is meant to give us a wake-up call. The change we seek will come when we have learned to discipline ourselves. We got a person in Jesus' name. Your place of work, do your work well. Put your best into that job. Don't go to work and be sleeping at work. Don't go to work and be gossiping at work. The time you're supposed to be working, you are using it to chat on Facebook. You are using it to chat. You are using it to do things that is unproductive. They are using it to go and talk about another person's story. And you see your boss coming, you are running giddy, 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 to go and sit on your desk. You are not being faithful to God. Somebody is watching. And that attitude is going to affect your change. May God help us in Jesus' name. I commit you into the hands of God. And I pray that the blessing of Abraham will be yours. The blessing of Isaac will be yours. And the blessing of Israel will be yours. God bless you in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to today's message. Please share with your family and friends. Follow me on Instagram at at underscore Evans. I'm also on TikTok at at underscore Evans. I'm on YouTube at at Evans Missions. See you in the next episode.